The Mortgage Calculator, your favorite non-QM lender with over 5,000 unique loan products. So welcome, everyone. My name is Kyle Hershey. I'm the CEO of The Mortgage Calculator, joined here by our president, Nick Hershey, and our sales manager, Jose Gonzalez. We are a correspondent lender that specializes in non-QM loans. And what we do every Tuesday and Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. Eastern time is our loan officer training series. Now, we have a new topic every week, and this week's topic is first-time home buyers. So yesterday, we did an introduction to this, talking about what first-time home buyers are, talking about some of the different programs. Today is going to be part two of that, which is actually structuring first-time home buyer loans. So our sales manager, Jose Gonzalez, with 28 years of experience, is going to take us through some real-world examples of structuring some first-time home buyer loans. So Jose, if you're ready, I will go ahead and turn it over to you. Absolutely. Good evening, everybody. Thank you for joining us for part two, where I actually put into practice some of the theory that we were discussing last night, guidelines on our different first-time home buyer options. What I'm going to be discussing tonight is mainly our home ready and home possible options. We already had an FHA down payment assistance show. So for any structuring on those deals, you can just check out the, the episode that we had on down payment assistance so you could see all those different examples that I gave. But today I want to show you some examples on how we can use Home Ready and Home Possible for our one unit purchase of a regular site built home, our purchase of a manufactured home, and our purchase of a two to four unit property. Now, what I, I am including in these examples the use in some of them of a, of a community second now, if you remember from last night's training, those community seconds could be from an employer, from a, from a religious organization, from a nonprofit 501c3, or from a, a governmental, a local, county, or state agency, right? So those, you there are different agencies that participate in these, so you'd have to do your own legwork to get some of those, but I am showing you here how to implement those into the mix so that you can allow your borrower to come in with the lowest cash to close on this transaction. So if we can share the screen there, Nick, so I can share the first, here we go, beautiful. So in our first example here, it is for a one unit purchase my borrower has amazing credit, 800 credit score, and we're maxing this out at 97% LTV. Now, in this example here, we are not employing any down payment assistance nor closing cost assistance. And at a 7.25% interest rate, we have closing costs of thir approximately, you know, this is with escrows for insurance and everything and, and the prepaids for insurance. We're, we're looking at $13,402 for our closing costs. 
and a cash to close of 28,402. Now we do have reduced MI with this option, like I was explaining in yesterday's rates podcast. For this example, our MI is $109, whereas normally it would be $141 and change. So again, I wanted to show you this here without any type of community second, without any type of realtor credit, without any type of seller credit. So now I wanted to show you an example of this same transaction, right? But now we are using a community second of $10,000, which is pretty standard for those community second programs. So the main thing to note here is when you do structure this on your quote, you have to make sure that you are clicking community second as the second option, as a second mortgage option, or else you will be hit with a loan level price adjustment. Uh, the loan level price adjustment for using a second mortgage on a standard conventional loan, not on one of our affordable products, is about 1.125 points, which would have affected our pricing here. But since I did check uh, that this was a community second, there is no loan level price adjustment. So our borrower gets to benefit from the same low rate at 7.25, which is the rate I'm using for the calculation of the closing costs. So our borrower gets to come in with $18,402. The community second is a forgivable second, no payment due on that. And it would be have to be repaid if, you know, when the first loan is paid off or if the borrower moves out of the property as a primary residence. That's the catch. So now here in our four unit option here, note that the maximum LTV for the four unit is 95%. So our borrower does have to come in with a minimum 5% down payment. Now I did calculate closing costs, pretty much the same. They're, you're, you're looking at cash to close of 38,402. And if actually it would be 28,402 with our community second, because you have $25,000. $25, Hold on a minute. No, I am correct, actually, 38402. So now on our manufactured home at a 97% LTV. Now, this rate is for a manufactured home advantage program that has to be built 1990 and later. So in this example here, we have $15,000 down payment, same closing costs community second of $10,000. So you end up with a cash to close again of $18,402. So here's where it gets a little interesting here now. Now I've added a couple of twists to the equation here. 
We talked to our realtor partner who we referred this borrower to. And we told our realtor partner that part of the deal of us referring this borrower to them is that they would offer the borrower a realtor credit of 1%. I explained the scenario to the realtor that our borrower is a little short on money. And if they could assist with a 1% realtor credit, we could we could swing the deal. It's a nice transaction, $500,000. So there's still a good commission made. And then we're also putting our realtor on a mission here, you know, of seller credit of 2%, right? Because our borrower is low on funds. And on top of that, we're working with the rate, right? So we're going to do a realtor credit, excuse me, a lender credit of $2,910 because our, our borrower is going to accept 7.75% interest rate. So at a 7.75% interest rate, you see that there is a $2,910 lender credit. Keep in mind that this credit that the borrower is accepting is not tied in to the interested party contribution when you are figuring the maximum amount of credits that a borrower can accept in the transaction. The Home Ready and Home Possible program, when the loan to value is 90 0.01 to 97%, the maximum is 3% credit. So I have my realtor credit of 1% and my seller credit of 2%. So I'm maxing it out right there. But my lender credit doesn't fall in with, with those amounts. So I, you know, because it's a, it's a lender credit that the borrower is accepting because they're, they're accepting a higher rate, right? So it's not it says lender credit, but we're not giving them a lender credit per se. It's coming from the rate. So, uh, and in this program, what's also interesting to note is that on a one unit property, the borrower's required contribution from their own funds is 0%. So if you can structure a deal like this, where realtor credit of 1%, seller credit of 2%, or however you want to break it up from the interested parties, totaling 3%. And I'm working with $2,910 as lender credit. So then we're looking at a cash to close of the borrower of $492. If you get this type of a situation here. And last but not least, we're looking at the same scenario with a four unit property. But on the four unit property, the minimum distribution from the borrower is 3%. Right. So in this case here, we structured it a little bit different. We have the the community second, 10,000. We have 1% from the realtor, 1% from the seller, 2850 from the rate of 7.75. So they're coming in with $15,552. 
So th- these are just some ideas. You know, you can do a variety of things here with these products to try to lower the borrower's cash to close. And, you know, you, you could throw it, I mean, just if you want to mess with the lender credit, a little bit higher with the rate, maybe a higher seller credit, but that is maxed at 3%, like I was saying, from interested party contributions. All right. I don't see any questions here. It is a good point, though, that Jose was making earlier that if you want to learn more about the FHA loans like this and the down payment assistance programs, we do have a whole episode, really two episodes, actually, on down payment assistance programs uh, themselves. And uh, we talk about the FHA ones on that. So definitely a good two episodes to check out there as well that are uh, close to this same topic. Let's see. I don't see any questions came in, so I think we can go ahead and wrap it up. couple real-world examples there for you of structuring first-time homebuyer loans. Uh, okay, so remember we do this every Tuesday and Wednesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern time. So we will be back next week on Tuesday with another episode, and uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in. Thank you, Nick. Thank you, Jose. Thank you, everyone. And we will see you Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Everyone take care. Thank you. Apply now at themortgagecalculator.com for instant mortgage rate quotes for over 5,000 loan products.